Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Let's talk some more football. Joining us now, making his debut here on Bet MGM Tonight, is Benny Ricciardi. You can find his work with FTN Bets. Benny, thanks for joining us, man. Uh, what are your early thoughts on Mac Jones here tonight? You're seeing him for the second time in preseason action. Well, the first thing I'm going to say is I disagree with you guys that he has to win the starting job in order to win the Rookie of the Year because there was a guy in L.A. last year who I think won a Rookie of the Year award without winning the starting job at a camp, but I agree with you on the one part. He does look pretty damn good tonight. Yeah, you're right about that. I forgot that they attempted to kill Tarod Taylor yeah, how before Justin Herbert that? took over the starting job. You had to stab him in the lungs. So let me ask you this. Do you think that Mac Jones, let's say Cam does end up being the starter, and this kind of goes with the same question in San Francisco, man. Like Jimmy Garoppolo will probably be the week one starter, but do you still feel like there's going to be some packages for Trey Lance? With Mac Jones, it's obviously a different situation because he's not really the athlete that you're going to use in red zone situations like Trey Lance. Mm -hmm. But do you think they're going to find a way to get both of those guys on the field, even if it ends up being Cam Newton and Jimmy G and San Fran as the starters? Yeah, I mean, I think there's going to be some situations. I mean, in situations like this, you know what the long-term goal is. The long-term goal is to get the young kid into the game and eventually have him be the quarterback for this team. If they liked the guys that they had there already, then these young kids wouldn't be there and be waiting in the wings and getting their chances right now as it is. I do think it's more likely we see that happen in San Fran. But listen, I wouldn't be, you know, Belichick's the kind of guy where Cam comes out and looks really bad and, you know, he wants to win the game. I wouldn't put it by him that there's going to be a quick hook and then we see, you know, Mac Jones for, you know, the second, third, or fourth quarter of some of these. So, I think everybody kind of realizes the torch is going to be passed. It's just a matter of when these guys get the torch at what point during the season. And switching to the other side of things, watching this Philadelphia Eagles team, which uh, looks like they're on the verge of causing us a lot of money tonight with the fact that Jalen Hurts got sick right before uh, kickoff. Uh, How do you feel about Mm -hmm. the Eagles this season? I I was trying to talk myself in taking the over six and a half wins. I don't know, but I do love Jalen Hurts and what uh, he has shown in his first preseason game. Wish we could have saw some more from him. What is your read on the Eagles this season? Yeah, I mean, six and a half games, that wins you the – that wins you the NFC. That wins you the NFC. Yeah, maybe. That's all you need nowadays to get it going there. Absolutely. I mean, I don't really consider them – one of the, I, I don't really consider them one of the stronger teams there. I think six and a half is actually a good number for them. So I kind of stayed away from that altogether. This is a team that has a lot of question marks, right? I mean, starting at quarterback, you know, technically even going out to the wide receivers, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on at running back. You're hearing, you know, stories that they're going to be using other guys besides Miles Sanders. And I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of question marks with this Eagles team. And when you have a lot of question marks, six, seven wins, I mean, honestly, they might not even be able to get there this year. And I'm actually in South Jersey at the beach right now, so oh, wow. hopefully nobody hears that. Yeah, I'm not going to make it out of here. I got a, I got a jet flag in front of my house, so <laughs> you know, it's not like I got a lot to stand on here. Right. I mean, and, and kind of staying in the the swing of the NFC East. With Dak Prescott and that shoulder being the story so far of the offseason, at least for the Dallas Cowboys and actually league-wide, and also the Washington football team, that defense still incredible. Um, but now the question mark, is Ryan Fitzpatrick going to be enough to take that offense to a ne- the next level? Who do you lean here? Are you going to lean the favorites, the Dallas Cowboys, who even with Dak Prescott showing some signs of wear and tear, are, are still the favorites in the NFC East? Or do you take a chance on the uh, Washington football team, who has looked different these past two years, especially under Ron Rivera? 
Hey, I'm all about the fifth magic. I know you guys are going to the game tomorrow. Unfortunately, you probably won't get to see him play very much. I think he's only supposed to play a couple series there. But I would rather, on the betting side of it, I would rather take the value with the Redskins right now. Um, Everybody loves that defense. That defense is very good. And listen, the thing about Ryan Fitzpatrick, like he makes games exciting and he puts up points, right? You're not asking this guy to win the game by himself. He has a really good defense behind him. You're just asking him every once in a while. You probably need him a couple times this year in one of those games where you're down to, to sprinkle a little of that Fitz magic on top of everything. And if he gets a little of that Fitz magic on there, you know, gets them an extra win or two in some of those situations. He's also going to throw a, you know, a game-losing pick in one or two of those situations. But I think he's better quarterback than they've had there in the past couple of years. Benny, the two teams I'm buying into, and by the way, I'm a huge Packers fan, so 14-1 to 1 for the Packers to win the Super Bowl. Free money I'm giving mm-hmm. you right there. Um, but mm-hmm. the two teams I'm buying into, in the AFC, I'm high on the Browns. I already played the season win total over. Loved him last year. I love Kevin Stefanski, what he was able to do for Baker Mayfield, and I love their run game. Give me your thoughts on them, and then I'm going to throw an AFC team at you. What do you think, or uh, NFC team at you? What do you think about the Browns heading into this season? Oh, I'm with you. That was one of the uh, that was one of the overs that I took on nice. the uh, this long wins as well. So we're on the same page there. I mean, listen, if you just break it down, you just look, just just go to their web page, their team roster, and just look at the names. I mean, there is so much talent there. And the thing that's good about it is not just talent; they got talent and depth. So even if one or two of those guys goes down, you know they have skill position players that can step right in and and, and put up big games as well. So. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on board with the Browns. I think the Browns are going to be good. The toughest games for them are going to come when they play their own uh, their own division. Outside of that, I think they're going to beat a lot of teams. This no, year. I completely agree with you, man. Tough division, and that's uh, where I'm going next is the NFC West, which I continue to say is the best division in all of football. So I actually played the Niners their season win total over, but I played the Rams to win the division because finally Sean McVay gets his quarterback that could push the ball down the field. Like last year, we saw it the final four weeks of the season. He didn't even allow Jared Goff to throw the ball 15 yards. Well, first Jared Goff got benched. Then he wouldn't allow him to throw the ball 15 yards down the field. I'm high on Matthew Stafford if he could just stay healthy. What are your thoughts on that division and the Rams this season? Or is there another team you like, maybe San Fran or maybe Seattle? No, I'm, I'm with you on the Stafford stuff as well. I mean, I, I think this guy is one of the more underrated quarterbacks that we've had around for a while. I mean, since he's come in the league, he has a whole bunch of seasons where he's thrown for 4,000, 4,500 yards and, you know, 20, 30 touchdowns. I mean, this is a legitimate situation where he finally has a good – Offensive coordinator there with him. He finally has people that know what they're doing around him. I mean, he could have even a breakout season at this point in time. I would not be shocked with the extra game. I mean, he could flirt with 5,000 yards this year, which would be pretty pretty crazy. And again, with the defense that they have there, I think they're going to win a lot of football games. Nice. Um, We're joined now by Benny (laughs) Ricciardi. Excuse me, am I saying that right? Ricciardi? Yeah, close enough. It's good. Okay, please correct me if I'm wrong. My name is Quinn Mayo, and they used to call me Quincy in kindergarten and Mayo because they thought Mayo. I was Spanish. I don't know any Spanish, so I'm sorry. Um, My last name's Horvat, and nobody even that works on the station with us can say it. They call me Horvat. Somebody added an H today, Horvath. I, I don't know where the H Horvath came Horvath actually has a better ring to it. There are Horvaths. I, I, almost dated, I almost dated a girl in high school. Guys, she was super hot. But I couldn't because she had the same last name, but she put an H after it. We weren't related. Too close for comfort. I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't have people think I was dating my sister. Sorry, go on, Q. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's 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 uh that's Ryan Horvath. Super hot though. I I, I believe you. <laughs> All right. Oh, let's. 
<laughs> Let's move on here to some uh, some futures. Um, do you have a play right now on the Super Bowl? I know we all kind of expect for the uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to be back in the midst of things. I mean, all they did was return everybody that meant anything to them last season. And also, we look mm-hmm. at the Kansas City Chiefs. They they retooled that offensive line, which is something that you know has to be praised because that's pretty much their only glaring issue other than that defense. Um, are we going to see a repeat of years past, or do you have any uh, type of feeling that we'll see some different teams featured in this year's Super Bowl? I mean, I got to be honest, as long as Patrick Mahomes stays healthy, I see the Chiefs getting back there again. Uh, Tampa Bay, I mean, I see no reason to think that they're not going to get back there either. I do like what you guys were saying a little earlier about the Green Bay Packers here this year, though. You got, you got a mad Aaron Rodgers going out there trying to prove something for the world right now. Um, don't know if they have enough firepower on offense. I love the fact that they added uh, Cobb there. He's been a guy that um, I've been drafting like every fantasy draft I have, so I'm really hoping Cobb has a big year for them after, uh, you know, basically Aaron Rodgers said, go get me this guy. Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, really, those are the team, Those are the two teams, right? You never make any money betting on the favorites, so it's not fun to do. But if you're asking me to make a case against either one of those teams right now, I, I think they're both the deserving favorites. I think they both deserve to be there. It's just – it's not a lot of fun betting on favorites, right? That's not what we're trying to do here. Yeah, that's not great. What are your favorite bets? Whether it's, you know, if you got a rookie of the year future, coach of the year, season win totals, what are some of your favorites? Yeah, I took um, Derek Henry rushing yards, and he is a favorite, and I know I just said how we don't make any money that way, but he led the league by four or 500 yards last year. Like, it yeah. wasn't even close. So as long as this guy stays healthy, I see no reason why that's not going to happen again. They're just going to keep feeding him. And then when he gets down to the end of the year, even if he's losing, you know every game in December he's going to run for a buck fifty, two hundred, and a couple touchdowns. So at least you always have that comfort behind chance for you there if you're betting on him. Does the addition of Julio Jones scare you away from that pick in any, at, at all, if any, or does it kind of make you choose Derrick Henry even more because you think that there will be less men in the box trying to take him down? Yeah. You know, the thing that I think a lot of people don't really realize is they lost so many targets last year, right? Like, Corey Davis had a ton of targets for them. Jonathan Smith had a ton of targets for them. Even, I think, uh, was it Humphreys out of the slot had yeah, a bunch of targets as well. Yeah. So it's not like they're throwing Julio into a team where, you know, now he's stealing targets from guys that are already there. They already lost probably about 50%, 60% of the targets that they had from last year with guys that didn't come back. So you can easily see how he's going to get his targets without really, you know, affecting anybody else negatively that was there last year. So I don't really see how it's going to change anything. If anything, if you're a defensive coordinator, how do you, how do you stop this right now? Because you can't put eight guys in the box to get Derrick Henry and leave A.J. Brown and Julio Jones on the outside. Like, you might as well just give them the points at that point. Benny, we got about two minutes here. Um, I know that the Bears have the Rams right away week one. But how do they keep Justin Fields off the field? I mean, I know that it was only the preseason. We're going to get to see him again this weekend, and we'll get a better look with hopefully some extended play for him. But how do you start Andy Dalton over Justin Fields? I mean, especially we know what Andy Dalton's ceiling is. We don't know what Justin Fields' ceiling is, and I think it's pretty damn high. Yeah, I mean, listen, this all really comes down to the coaching staff and how they want to deal with this, right? Like, there are five or six situations around the league we talked about a couple of them earlier with, you know, Trey Lance as well, where coaches have to decide, do I want to throw this guy into the fire in week one or do I want to let him sit for a week, maybe kind of see what it is from a veteran like an Andy Dalton who has been through the fires, see how he prepares, see how he goes about it. You know, that's something that each one of these coaches is going to have to figure out. 
is the better long-term plan for Chicago to put Fields in there and see that? Absolutely. But whether or not that's going to happen is not really up to even, you know, what he does in this next game. And that's the other thing, too. Is he played one preseason game, all right? Like, let's not put him in right. hand yet. Let's, let's let him do a little bit more before we get him there. But, yeah, I mean, honestly, guys, like, he looked very good. So, Hopefully he wins the uh, Mitch Trubisky revenge game on uh, on Saturday. Yeah, he just needs to win that Nickelodeon award to uh, top what Trubisky did. I can't wait to watch Trubisky in that revenge game. Oh, though. It doesn't Benny, mean anything if the slime is not involved. Thanks so much for popping on with us, man. We're going to have to have you on again during the season. Oh, absolutely, man. Anytime. You guys Thank got you, my Benny. number. Thanks, brother. That's Benny Ricciardi. You can find his work with FTN Bets. I don't think we're saying his last name right. No, we are. Ricciardi. He says it's close enough. When somebody says close enough, that means that you're trying to be nice, but they don't want to correct you live on air or in person. Ricciardi. Is that, what is that? That's, is that Italian? Well, that would be my Italian. How I'm, do you say, how else would I say it? Ricciardi? Ricciardi. Ricciardi is what it is. No, it's not. It's Ricciardi. Then why did he say close enough when we broke it down phonetically? I don't know that you said Ricciardi. I have to go back. I have to go back. I have to go back and check the tape. He should have sent in his phonetic spelling before this. Then Ricciardi. Ricciardi. Benny, Benny, and the Jets. The worst uh, year of my life was when Ben Zobras allowed his ex-wife, who terrible human being by the way, uh, she got to do his walk-up music, and she did a rendition of that. I mean, she's looking for all that money from Zo- from Zobo. She should have to give me money for the rest. I sh- I earned 15k at least for the rest of my life every year. For I went to 40 games that year, and I had to hear 40 games of Benny, Benny in the chat, but like in her voice, ugh.